Yo, 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 welcome to the Make It Rain podcast. Here we are on episode 29. We will be talking about the NBA schedule of 2019-2020 season that was released last month in August. Uh, I'm so glad to introduce my guest today. His name is Luke. Luke, what's going on? What's up, D-Train? I'm happy to be back on. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm glad you're back on because the first episode you were on, we talked about the 2018-2019 preseason and uh, opening week. And that was probably almost like a year ago. (laughs) So it is nice to have you as a reoccurring guest. Nice to be back. Thank you. Yeah, anytime, anytime. So today we will be talking about the uh, NBA schedule uh, for this coming year. The regular season starts in October, mid-October, October October 22nd to be exact. Uh, Mm -hmm. We will go over the opening week games. We'll talk a little bit about the Christmas games, talk about the MLK games, uh, some of the the global games that the NBA is doing, and some uh, notable returns because there was a lot of player movement this past, as you know, there's a lot of player movement this past summer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, most a, a definitely. Lot. It was a really, a it was a really exciting summer for me. Really exciting free agency summer. And mm-hmm. if you didn't check out that, if you didn't have a chance to check out that episode, my friends, it is episode well, episode twenty five. We did our free. I did my free agency predictions, and then in episode twenty seven. We talked about all this player movement. So if you haven't had a chance, check it out. Uh, Do you want to say anything before we start with our uh, schedule? Um, I'm just ready to just dive into this season coming up. It's exciting. There's, Like you said, there was so much player movement. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, I just believe that the NBA has kind of finally balanced out. So I'm really excited to really talk about all of it. So a lot of people like... People that know me know I love the NBA. And, like, le- legit, this has, been, this has been a hard, like, three months for me. Because all I talk is about basketball. I talk NBA. Oh, yeah. I talk, you know, like, I mean, like, at work, at conversations, like, with my friends. And I'm like, man, I'm just talking basketball with my, with my coworkers. Like, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, we could talk about FIBA. But, like, you know, not, not everybody's following FIBA. Uh, you know, Love it's, it's, it's early. It's early in the morning. It's not like it's the Olympics, and you know, it's just fan. It's a it's a downtime for the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. You know, August. You know, like after like mid July after free agency, it's it's a downtime. You know, mid July after they do summer league, and then you, August is downtime, and then September, and then you oh, know, yeah. at, at the end of, at the end of the month, they'll finally be preseason. So September yep. 30th is your first preseason game. Yep, and I, I'm so happy to be getting over this. this, this, this like you said, this is a downtime, and yeah, it's just. And I love like watching my talk shows, like Undisputed with Skip Bayless. Shout out to him and Shan Sharp, as well as First Take with Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that they're just talking about the Twitter fights and everything, stuff that's just not interesting. So I'm definitely eager to, you know, getting the season started and being able to 
watch the games and listen in on you know the, all the drama that will be unfolding. There's, there's not a lot of newsworthy stuff. I, I mean, <laughs> I I saw something like I, I saw something about like LeBron. He was trying to get uh, Taco Tuesday. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> he was trying to get that oh like patent, gosh. and they like denied him. <laughs> it yeah. was like the funniest thing. Oh my gosh! And then recently with Kevin Durant, uh, with yes. His, you know, he opened up on why he left the Warriors, and yeah, yep. uh, people and are, honestly, that's not, that's his own doing. So, yeah, people are giving him shit. <laughs> yeah, he's well deserved. I don't like KD so much anymore. Honestly, he never should have left. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the whole thing with him. It's just he just should never have left OKC in the first place. All right. Uh, let's get into the schedule. We're going to start off with opening week. So on o- October 22nd, uh, these are the games that are on national TV. There's more games than than just this. But these are the games on ESPN, TNT. Uh, so first game we have is the uh, New Orleans Pelicans at the Raptors, at the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh, Zion's debut. Zion's mm-hmm. debut. So that oh, would be yeah. nice to see. That would be a big one. Your thoughts on that game? My thoughts? Well, I definitely am interested to seeing how the Raptors have recovered from last season's last season's title run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they did lose Kawhi Leonard. I, that's going to be a massive loss towards them. Yep. Um, but I don't think they're going to tank. I think they're going to still be a powerhouse in the East. Yeah. Um, I think that they got over this hump that they were trying to do for the last three years when LeBron was still out in the East. And I think just getting over that hump into the finals, you know, finally gave them the confidence that, hey, you know, whether we have Kawhi or not, because Kawhi isn't the biggest showboater. He's not like LeBron, who's definitely like, you know, puts himself kind of on a pedestal and, you know, the whole, everything revolves around him, basically. They, Clyde was a good superstar for them to get that confidence to move into this season coming up, um, having won the championship already. And I think for Kyle Lowry, um, he was, Clyde was a great sounding board for him to be a better leader. And that's what the Toronto Raptors are going to need this year is Kyle to really step his game up. And I think we're going to see some change in him. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how the Raptors play against the Pelicans. I know um, they're, the Pelicans are are rebuilding right now, but they got great pieces from the summer. Yes. Um, and they got a squad. Zion. Yeah, they, they do. Squad. They got a nice, young, reliable, but talent, talented squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, the ones that came from the Lakers, they're going to start really blossoming, showing the league what they truly can become this year. Um, And Zion, I think he's going to make an immediate impact on that team, and he's going to make an immediate impact on the NBA overall. So I'm definitely looking forward to that team's debut with their new members. So uh, my thing, what you said about the Raptors and Kyle Lowry, uh, I mean, Kyle Lowry is good. Now, don't get me wrong; he showed up in the playoffs, so kudos oh, to him. He, he oh, kudos yeah. to kudos to Mr. Lowry. Kudos to him. Mm-hmm. But he oh, is yeah. still Kyle Lowry at the end of the day, and he had yeah. one good playoffs. <laughs> Let, That's true. Let's not rain. Let's not rain him 
anything, you know. He he's a he's a solid he's a solid player. I, exactly. You know, I think he showed a lot of what he could be what he could become potentially um, in this past playoffs. The, um, the man's I only getting I, older. Who? He's not that young no more. Oh yeah. Oh I no, think he's no, in no. his thirties, right? He's in his thirties or something. Um, I believe so. I think you're right about that. See, the the person I'm looking forward to seeing is Siakam. He's yeah, gonna emerge. Oh yeah. He. Oh yeah. He will be the he will be the one, you know, mm-hmm. who who emerges. I don't know if yeah. he's gonna have. He might have an All Star season. Uh, he he could he, he could it's well it's could. possible. Uh, I see I Toronto like like you said. I don't see Toronto uh, falling off, but I don't see them being like you know top four in the East. I see them more in the middle of the pack. You know, really? Yeah, I think I think they'll still make the playoffs. I think they'll be like either five, six, or seven. I don't think they're gonna be. You know, they also lost Danny Green too. That's true. You're definitely and, right about uh, that. Zach. Yeah, I mean, they were re- they were really good in the regular season without Kawhi. So mm-hmm. I mean, you had that on you know your side, but I don't know. I just I just don't see them being the top top in the East like they were last year. I yeah, no, I agree with that. I was I I was placing them four or five for yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking definitely realistically four is a good slot for them. Um, I just think just coming off of this run, yeah. uh, having everybody healthy is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, health, health issues were huge in this past playoff. Yep. Um, you could argue that the 76ers should have went to the finals just because. Uh, well, that was my team. Yes, yes. That yeah. game seven, and, it, was all, uh, it was bounces. Bounces yeah. by Kawhi. Yeah, no, Embiid was hurt. Um, he wasn't, like, playing at all, like, as 100% skill level. JoJo was um, sick. Yeah, and it was just, it, you know, it, there was a lot of things that fell in the Raptors' advantage, but I do think having Kawhi also put them over the hump. In the yeah, end. they did. So Basically, they did. But the way, the way you look at it now is previously they had DeRozan. So they had Lowry and DeRozan, and now they don't have DeRozan or Kawhi. So they just no. have, but they do have Marcus Saul. So that's you interesting. You do have Marcus Saul, and you know Siakam. I I think Siakam's the key to this. I think you know. Yep. Most definitely. I think I think y- y- you know what you're gonna get from Lowry. Uh, Marcus Saul, he's not gonna be too flashy. He'll get you your your 17 and 10 or something like that. I don't know. But I think it's going to be Siakam. You know what I think should happen with that whole situation is that it should be like what um, Dwayne Wade was in Miami for LeBron when they were both together down there. Dwayne Wade said, this is your team now. And Mm -hmm. he was willing to hand it off to LeBron. And honestly, Kyle has to be that same type of way. Now, it was never real... Toronto was never really his team. It was more looked at when DeRozan was there, it was DeRozan, and when Kawhi was there, it was Kawhi's. But he was always, Kyle Lowry was always the second. He was always runner-up to them. And he is critical. And honestly, like, yeah, he has seniority there. 
He knows the organization. He knows how to play mm-hmm. in that organization. Yeah. So I think he's going to be crucial for leadership. Um, and, of course, his playmaking abilities and his scoring. Um, but I do think he's the one who needs to kind of groom Siakam more this, yeah. like at the beginning of this season so that by the end of the season, by the time playoffs start, Siakam's going to be ready to take over this team, and we'll see it in the playoffs. That this is now this it will be becoming his team. See, to me, I think Lowry's not he he's not it's not that he can't be the second guy. I just think he's just not fit to be the second guy. I think he needs to be that third or fourth guy, which maybe you know, they still can be. Maybe um, I just don't think they have enough right now where oh, he no. would slide into enough. those slots though, Mm-mm. a third or fourth. So uh, now you and Marcus Ball is honestly like you know better than him. Besides, be, be, you know, being big at the boards and you know defense. Uh, but yeah, that's why I'm just thinking is like he needs to kind of be that 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 guiding hand for Pascal because um, you're right. This is his, this is this should become his team if if everything goes to plan. All right, let's get into the next game. The Lakers at Clippers. Opening night. Battle oh, of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I can't the wait. The game that we're looking for, that everyone's looking forward. It got marked oh, down on the calendar. Boy. You know, we oh, got all the stars out here. We got LeBron, <laughs> you know, Anthony Davis on one side. Stars, we got bro. Kawhi and DePaul hey, George damn. on the other side. The, the Lakers are literally just the monsters. They are. They They're are. full of big men. You're going to have LeBron potentially play point guard, yeah. which is fantastic to me. He's just going to mow down everybody in his way. Just get, get, get him in the block. Put him on the block. They got a double team. Oh, my God. This is going to be awesome. Um, you got – well, you you if the Marcus Cousins so happily did come back healthy and everything, you would have – Four big men at the board, I believe. You have Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, um, Dwight Howard, and DeMarcus Cousins. Like, yeah. like, even without DeMarcus, you still got three down low, and mm-hmm. that's incredible. Like, and this, they should be the best rebounding team in the NBA. I mean, season. ideally, yes, yeah. Hey, Frank, Frank Vogel's going to pl- preach some defense out there. Yeah, he gonna I have confidence in him. I, I do. I think he's a stand-up coach. Um, yeah, you know, he ha- he was limited when he was with the Pacers. Yeah. I think I think him and LeBron are going to get along real well because I know that's a key aspect to the success of this team. I do think they'll get along very well. I think LeBron will grow to respect Vogel um, mm-hmm. and his coaching abilities. And just because... Just LeBron has a reliable team around him. He has playmakers. He has a little bit of shooting now. He has the big, so he can rely on being down low. Um, He can focus more on being aggressive on the offense, like he usually is. But he can also focus a lot more on his facilitating because he knows he has the pieces to move around. Just get the ball to Anthony Davis. Get out the way. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I think this would be the perfect time just for LeBron to be even with his stats 
not so offensively like like an offensive mogul basically within the NBA and not playing any defense. I think this would be a good year for him to just kind of start reeling in the reins a little bit and putting more energy on the defensive floor yeah. um, than so much on the offense. Because he can get his points no matter what, but he doesn't have to exert himself so much. So, but I think he needs to put – he needs to bring his defense back. So that's they, what – They should, they should arrest him. They should yeah. rest and give him some load management. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited to see this. The uh, the Lakers. Oh man, oh, they, as you can all they tell, are I'm stacked. <laughs> I'm more of a LeBron fan. They are stacked. <laughs> it's not even oh, funny man. how stacked the Lakers are. I know. And, it's so crazy. And the, the Clippers too. I'm excited to see the Clippers. I just like my question with the Clippers is other than Montrez Harrell and uh, Zubac. Who is their big man? Who's their big man? <laughs> Who is their big man? Oof. I mean, you could <laughs> honestly say <laughs> Patrick Beverly is their big man. That dude's a dog on the floor, dude. He'll yeah. chase you down from. I mean, he'll he'll you. guard Kevin Durant for two. He'll guard. He'll 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 annoy Kevin Durant for two days, and then Kevin yeah. Durant will just go off on him after. Big men hate him, dude, and he's one of the shortest dudes out there. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's my only question about the Clippers. I'm actually really happy that, you know, they didn't give up their whole team for Paul George. They basically gave up Danilo Gallinari and, yeah. uh, you know, Shea Gilders, Alexandra, who he, he was good, and you know, uh, a bunch of, like, draft picks. So, you know. I don't think they have to worry about not having a big man really down low so much as they maybe had to, like, worry about. 20 years ago. Well, uh, they could just play small ball, but like when the Lakers go big, I mean, you need somebody to exactly. guard somebody to guard Anthony Davis. Exactly. So that's the only that's the the Lakers have that advantage over the Lakers Clippers. got height. It's like the Twin Towers when they back in like 2009 when they had Paul Gasol and Andrew Bynum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, don't don't get me wrong. Like so they have that height advantage. They have the huge but, height advantage. But they, but they're. I don't. They're think older and slower, team, though. They, yeah, that's why. Well, the team overall isn't. They're gonna have to have time in order to yeah. get used to each other. You mm-hmm. know, playing styles. Um, I think it's gonna be more seamless for the Clippers. That's yeah. what I'm excited to watch about the Clippers is seeing how seamless it really is gonna become. With yep. them when they're in their playing styles all together, mm-hmm. um, I think Kawhi and Paul George are the perfect match. I think. Why you um, think that? I I just think that Kawhi is unselfish, not looking for the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Paul George is that same way, honestly. See, I, I like it because Paul George is just never going to be that one guy, so no. he he has to compliment somebody. Exactly, and. and he, I I think he compliments Kawhi well. Yeah. Oh, I uh, we'll agree. One hundred percent. We'll see. We'll see how it works. I think their I think their game is very similar yeah. to one another. They're both huge, you know, on the defensive end. Um, A lot of transition. They can definitely, they can definitely get their points. Yeah. And uh, but I just think like overall that they're great with facilitating, and just seeing the floor too. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy for PG to actually be with 
finally, you know, a stand-up guy, like a stand-up, not a stand-up guy, but like just like a stand-up player mm. who is both exerting his energy on both ends of the floor, playing old-school ball, you know, and just the same way that PG, I think, would like to play. Um, and I just think that's going to be huge for the Clippers this year. All right, uh, let's get into the next uh, the next game on Wednesday, the 23rd. Uh, this is always a good rivalry. Uh, Celtics at 76ers. Oh, man. Oh, Al Horford's on the other oh. side. I saw I saw him with that Philly I saw him with that Philly jersey on Twitter. It just did not look well. It did not sit well for me. It just yeah. did not look good. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh. Were you salty? Uh, I mean, I well, I thought I thought Philly overpaid for Al Horford to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was a little bit salty like, but you know, like oh, to the Maybe nemesis. Three- Maybe four or five years ago, but you know he he deserved that payment. You know, coming off of Atlanta and everything, but not now. <laughs> I, I think Al got overpaid. Uh, it, it, it's gonna be fun to see. I obviously, uh, even though I'm a huge Celtics guy, well, I do love this. I do like the Seventy Sixers too because like Ben Simmons is just ben my Simmons. guy. Oh, ben dude. Simmons is my dude. Those gym videos are looking uh, hot, man. I, I've seen those gym videos. I, I'm not going to take too much stock into them because, you know, they only film it when they make them. So I'm not going to take too much stock. I'm going to see what he does in the game. But I, I am liking what I see from Ben Simmons. The flick of that wrist, man. Oh, dude, he's getting he's getting a sharpshooter kind of freaking shot. Awesome. I, I, I'm very excited to see... Ben Simmons in the Philadelphia 76ers this year. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, I think these 76ers are just way better than Boston right now. I mean, oh, like, mm-hmm. you know, just just stating facts out here. Uh, but it's always a good rivalry to see. Uh, usually the Celtics uh, beat the 76ers because of better coaching and just better, better execution down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, we'll see. They came off a stinky season, though. Oh, my God. Uh, I know you probably don't want to talk about that. Oh, I'm just man, saying it's just started that. started on my Celtics. I, I, was I don't know about Brad Stevens. His, his hey, Brad, Brad had a bad year. He had a bad year. He just Yeah, but it was like he intentionally like did not try to do anything. You know, I can't defend Brad. You know, I know Gordon Hayward is like your your battle buddy, but it's just like he's not as good as people make him seem to be. You know, he is a great player; he's fantastic, Mm -hmm. but he is not like a number one option, and he's not. He's a complimentary piece. He's a good part of a big three, but he's not like. He's, I would put him as the third option. He's not meant to be the first. Yeah, especially with that injury, too. That but nasty I, injury he uh, oh yeah. suffered. Yeah, and Brad was just trying to get him up to speed, but yeah. that overall, like, stopped the team from advancing in their, you know, team cohesiveness and just their 
their visions of what they could have done in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, it was it was just a, a clusterfuck of the season, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, Kyrie Kyrie had his share in it, you know. Oh, every everyone thought. gets a piece of the pie. Everybody oh, gets yeah. a piece of the pie. Oh yeah, I think Brad's the cherry on that one, though. <laughs> Did not do anything. Uh, I can agree with that. <laughs> I can agree with that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we are looking forward to uh, starting fresh. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, most of the Celtics, uh, four of the Celtics were on Team USA, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Kemba Walker, and um, Marcus Smart. And they unfortunately mm-hmm. lost to uh, France and Serbia. But mm-hmm. we did get some nice team chemistry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and no, I think, I think the Celtics are better off now. I think oh, this will be a much better season, honestly, than they had last year, no matter how many stars they have yeah. now, I just think it's going to be better. I think having Kemba is going to be huge for them. You know, from his UConn days, I've, I've always been a big fan of his, honestly. Um, humble humble kid yep. in college, you know, brought a championship that was not even thought to be part, possible um, for UConn last season. He had all freshmen around him pretty much, and he just, he just was a leader. He just he just like plowed through the NCAA that year, yep. and he just has that special thing about him that not a lot of people have. Um, he's basically, I, my opinion, he is he, he he is a better version of Kyrie. Um, his numbers are very similar to his, but his leadership is 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 something Kyrie doesn't have. And that's why I think Kemba is a better player overall than Kyrie Irving, no matter what people say. So, all right, all right, nice take. Uh, for me, I don't even think Kemba's the star. I think he's going to be more the side piece. I think this the focus has what? to be Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. What? Yeah, it has to. I mean, they're the duo. What about what about a man? What about like just having a big three over there, like Kemba, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown? I think I think the focus, like I'm not gonna say. All right, I didn't mean like like you're gonna just throw Kemba off to the side. Like Kemba's gonna do his thing, and like you know. <laughs> He's gonna facilitate and like do stuff, you know, throughout the game. He's he's obviously the he's obviously the point guard, but like the star of the like the duo of this team has to be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yes. And Kev, I don't mean him. Like I'm not I'm not trying to be rude and say all right. He's just you know he's like the side piece, <laughs> but he is he is like he matters, but you know. I think, I think mo- to to go higher and higher, it has to be on those two. Yeah, okay. you know, Kemba's Kemba's only going to bring you so far. Kemba is Kemba's just never had a team around him up until now. Yeah, so I just think we're going to see something different from him in in a good way. You know, he's he's more appreciative. And grateful for his talents and abilities yeah. rather uh, than of course, you know who. Of, of course, of course. So I mean, like he's really he's it's gonna be he's gonna have an equal amount of um, he's I, gonna have an equal amount of like you know 
contribution to this team as I think Jason Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown because they're still young. They mm-hmm. never had a true leader yet besides Brad. But Brad's not on the floor with them, you know. So I the, that's what Kemba's role is going to be. Yeah, he's I, I can't wait to see him get his points up and everything on a good team. But I I think he's just going to elevate those other two so much. And they're, yes, you're right, are going to be the ones ultimately to get them over the hump. But Kemba's going to be, you know, the engine behind it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I don't like I don't see Kemba putting up uh, Isaiah Thomas numbers from like really t- no what you think you're gonna get twenty eight a game twenty piece a game no tw- no twenty eight so. twenty eight oh twenty eight Kemba will get twenty he'll get twenty yeah, but that's all that's needed yeah. Isaiah really was just a showboater unfortunately he his height really just does you know, plays a part in his game. All he can do is shoot. So that's yeah. his main contribution. That's all he can do. I, I, I see Kemba getting 20 uh, and uh, either seven or eight assists. Okay, yeah, that's really low. I would, okay, I would give him, honestly, 25. 25, tw- 22 to 25 points a game. Yeah. Um, his lowest being 17, 18. Mm-hmm. But, Honestly, like he's gonna get his he's if if Brad needs him to take over a game, he will. He won't just do it out of just his own pride or ego like Kyrie would. Yeah. He would he would he listens to you to the coach, you know? <laughs> and That's I just good. think that <laughs> and I just think that, you know, he does he we'll have to see. We'll just have to see how this plays out. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Amazing! I think it's gonna be an amazing fit for uh, the Celtics this year. Uh, I I think I, I mean I look forward to seeing it. I I think he'll be a good fit. Uh, let's get into Nuggets Trailblazers. That's the uh, second game of the uh, night. Rematch yeah, of the uh, semifinal. Rematch of the conference semifinals. Yes, that'll be fun to fun to see. Mm-hmm. Nuggets are loaded. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. might play. He was yeah. out for the whole season. Yeah, which is um, which so, is a great thing to hear, honestly. Yeah. And on the Trailblazers' side, uh, they picked up Whiteside. Yep. Uh, how do you think that's going to be? Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I mean, <laughs> I, I had to see his work ethic. <laughs> he doesn't have good work ethic. You know, but that was against uh, Eric Spolstra, though. He's he's in a different situation. So maybe I'll yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. Because you know, uh, Nurkic is still out, though. He reminds me of Dwight Howard a little bit now. Whiteside? Yep. Hmm, okay. And uh, why is that? <laughs> Just because of his work ethic, man. He's a big man. He can put himself in the paint. He can yeah. really play hard and, you know, get his rebounds and really stop people down in the post. Mm-hmm. But he's not, he, he doesn't do it on a consistent effort. And he's very, like, you don't know when he's going to show up. You don't know when he's not, you know. He's, he's not consistent at all. He, and he's, he cares, a, well, like you said, it could have been just an Eric Spolstra thing. 
in my anything. Yeah. But it's just he's he's it's just so funny because from watching him this past season, he was like I was like wow, this is like a, watching a mini Dwight Howard right now moment. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he came off the bench for like Kelly Olynyk too. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how does that feel? Yeah, it's like, what the hell are you doing? You're late five. What the hell are you doing, dude? He used so, to be a really good rebounder and, like, a really decent shot blocker. He was a monster. He would just pull those balls down when people would shoot, try to shoot over him. He would jump and just, you know, pull it down. He wouldn't even, like, swat it away. He would just grab it out of the air. Yeah, I, I don't really know what, what happened to him. Yeah, he was an aggressive monster down there. All right, uh, Bucks at Rap, Bucks at Rockets on uh, ten twenty four. I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to this game. Uh, you you got the MVP. You got uh, Giannis going up against Harden. Ooh, and Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook. Mm. Ooh, that should yeah. be that should be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's you got fun. um, you know, Giannis is there. I like I like Giannis a lot. I think I think uh, Rockets are gonna win this game. Yeah, definitely believe that. Uh, I, I definitely like how I think I think Russ and James are going to get along pretty well um, at first, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna see throughout. I I predict throughout the season. Yeah, the relationship unfortunately is gonna at least as players is gonna crumble a bit just because. Of how much time has passed between between them when they were last teammates mm. on OKC? You know they were different players, and they probably worked really well the way they were playing back then, but not now. They're two alphas, you know. They yeah. can't. Overall, they just I just don't see them. They'll be fun to watch, but I don't see them making too much noise. I think this is the last season for the Rockets to really be a perennial be a perennial team in the playoffs. Honestly, and then I think this is their. I think this is going to be the start of their downfall. Yeah, back into rebuilding. Uh, my issues with Coach D'Antoni. I don't have any issue with Westbrook and Harden. I I think they'll be fine. Uh, I mean, you, you're right. You know, they're both two alphas, but I think they'll find like they're. I'm not going to say they're friends and they'll find. I mean, I think they'll just find like two basketball players. I think they'll just find a way to play together my issue is with coach i don't know how he's going to handle that team i he i don't think they extended him so i think he he could i'm not sure if they extended him i gotta like look into it more but you know if he's not extended i think he could be fired yeah i think d'antoni might be gone (laughs) because uh Um, westbrook does not fit d'antoni at all uh yeah i mean like the Antoni system, it was working really well up until now, I believe, just because you have Westbrook. He can't shoot, really. No. You know? okay. he, he said, he said and you can't put him playoff, in the corner, either. Yeah. He said after this playoffs, you know, yeah, I'm going to work on my shooting ability. Um, but, you know, it's not like he's... He's like Derrick Rose. He has to drive the ball in. Well, that's why I think if you're Houston, you give the ball to Westbrook and you put Harden in the, uh, you know, you put him. You can put him in the corner. Like, it should be, you know, like the way they do with Durant, like 1A and 1B, like, you know, take turns and all that. But I think Westbrook should handle the ball more because he can, 
he's just more explosive. And, you know, he can, you know, when he goes into the paint so hard, you know, some, like somebody's going to be open. And you got Harden open as well. Harden can make plays. Well, I'm afraid that Westbrook has a sort of tunnel vision. He does. <laughs> he so it's like, he does. I think his first instinct is to actually, like, get the ball out of his hands, but try and, like, put it in the hoop. Yeah. Um. That's why I and like because he, he, he drives in and he has people all around him trying to stop him, yeah. and his ultimate goal is to get the shot off, whether it's you know from him or you know if he does like think right in that moment like oh my gosh who's open right now there probably is somebody like he'll he'll dish it out then but he's, he, he's really, been slightly like, better because he really like Paul George had a really good season last year, yeah, and you know that was. Most of it because of Westbrook. Um, a lot of it, yes. I think they worked really well. I think Paul George was Westbrook's best, like you know, superstar teammate since you know their like the really good OKC days or what or what could have been, you know, with having three MVPs on one team. Yeah. Uh, I think they got along really well, and I think. I think they both bought into each other, which rarely works. So I think it's a big loss for OKC, mm-hmm. um, losing PG. But um, the OKC franchise just got know. just got I, destroyed. I really just don't know like how this is gonna work with James because James needs the ball in his hand. I think in order in order for him to, you know, be confident in his shot because he yeah. can make his own shot. Okay. And I think that's when he bangs them in the most because. If he's a spot-up shooter, like, I don't – he's going to have to readjust his game, his focus to just that rather than, you know, dribbling, dribbling, and dribbling, and then, you know, shooting. Well, you know, I mean, if he adjusts his game, he, they would be less predictable because Houston is very predictable. It's James Harden running the show and four people out there just watching. Yes. Yeah. I mean – that's definitely not going to be so much of a problem this year with Westbrook. Um, nope. I do think, yes, Westbrook should resort to more being a more being just like your your point guard rather than your two guard. Yeah, he um, should, should be the point guard, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, just his attitude overall. That's what I mean, because, like, he's just, he just needs to shoot. He just needs to shoot. You know, he needs to get his points up. I think it's just like a, I don't know, it's a standard he has for himself. And he, if he doesn't live up to it, then he's just not going to, you know, pull through for the team in other ways. So, I mean, it's just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm staying, I'm trying to stay as open-minded as a, of, of a situation as I can. Okay. All right. That's cool. Uh, let's get into the next game. We got the Clippers at Warriors. Should be... Should be fun. That should be a good one. Should be a good game. Um, you know, I don't. I do think the Warriors are still going to be very strong. Yeah. Um, I think definitely not. They're not going to be like they were for the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're still going to make some noise. And um, are they going to be playing in the new stadium this year? Uh, I think, I think so. so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's gonna be a big thing for them. I think that'll help bring bring some motivation back to them after after having, you know, 
three title runs and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I just think that they will be better off without Kevin there. Um, that it was made just for those three, you know, it was literally made for them. They got drafted there. They, they basically, you know, were groomed in their careers 100% there. And, you know, I mean, you know, I'm kind of happy for the Warriors that they got rid of Katie because Katie was just becoming like a poison, I think, to them um, and their dynamic. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like him. I didn't like the Warriors when, you know, the pre-KD era, but I have more respect for them because they had that team dynamic about them and sharing the ball, and I loved watching them, like, you know, facilitate each other. Mm-hmm. Uh my biggest pet peeve was uh, that they always went up against LeBron, and you know that's that's my man, that's my main man. <laughs> that's my guy. Taco, Taco Tuesday every day, you know. Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, I have more respect for them then, and I think they'll revert back to that. And you know, I could see them. I don't know if they'll be winning another championship anytime soon, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see Clippers. Uh, you know, as we said earlier, they got a they got a squad, and you know, the Warriors is uh, you know, I mean, Clay Thompson's gonna be out for half the season, so it's just gonna be Steph, Draymond, and uh, D'Lo. So yeah, we'll see what happens. That'll be. I definitely am looking forward to seeing how uh, D'Angelo, you yeah. know, adjusts being with they're gonna be really small but we'll see what happens yeah i just think um d'angelo is just gonna mature more and just become a better player overall there um i think that's gonna be the place where he really kind of blossoms yeah and um he's gonna be more the future Uh, if if he really you know starts you know contributing a lot to that organization i could see them like you know focusing on him as their future Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as the focal point, you know, the face of the of the franchise or anything, but definitely maybe like part of their next big three schemes or anything like that um, for the future, because he is gonna, he is starting to approach his prime years. So, yeah. I, I I see this more as a pit stop for him. I think he's gonna probably leave. I don't know how how long is he signed for. Um, I believe his contract was for this season, and um, I, I think he signed a two-year contract. I don't. I just don't see. I see him like there for a couple, uh, maybe a year or two, and then I see him gone after either traded or something. But I just don't see him there for the long haul. I think this will be a pit, like you said. He'll mature here, and I think. I think. You, like what you said, he'll blossom here, but I just don't think you know he he will be there for the long haul. Like he'll take his experience of what he learned on the Warriors, and he'll just bring it somewhere else. Okay, yeah, I mean, like I could see that happening too. I I just also think that they would want to start thinking about who they would want to invest in. At least start investing in like in a player. Yeah. The future of their franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that you know Steph and Dre are like out of their prime years. They're definitely not, um, and Clay as well. 
But, you know, I mean, somebody that they those three can start grooming. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go into Mavericks Pelicans. That's on uh, that Friday. Uh, we briefly we talked about the Pelicans earlier in the show. Uh, the Mavericks, I'm looking forward to see. They got Luka Doncic. Uh, Christoph Porzingis is going to play. They got like a mm-hmm. European league down there up in Dallas. Yeah. So uh, that'll be fun to see. And what if they, be, what if they steal uh, the Spurs mojo of being that European team in the league? They could. They could. But yeah, it should be a fun game between two young teams. Uh, you know, I'm looking for I'm, I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Porzingis. Uh, is Dirk's no Dirk retired? D- Dirk's yeah, he retired. He retired. Yeah, Dirk retired. Yeah, uh, he just been you know do his farewell tour like everybody else does. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll just it'll be nice to see the after Dirk uh Dirk regime regime. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like the Mavs. You know, besides that, you know, that one year against my man. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Miami should have had them that year. Oh, that should have been Miami's one hundred percent. They uh. they were coming and looking looking for global domination. You know, they were coming into that series looking amazing. Yeah. And then they just died. Didn't know. All right, let's get into Jazz Lakers. All right. Uh, we talked about the Lakers. Uh, so the Jazz. Jazz um, picked Mitchell. up Michael Conley, Donovan and Mitchell, uh, Boyan, Boyan Bogdanovich. And, yeah. It's still got Rudy Gobert. Still got Rudy Gobert. Still got Mitchell, you know. Mm-hmm. Still got still got uh, Cool Joe, Joe Ingles. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, still, yeah. got, still got that guy raining three sometime. They did lose Ricky Rubio, which I'm sad about. I did, I, I do like Ricky Rubio. Yeah, yeah Ricky Rubio's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. I mean, he's, but, he's, a, he's, a, he's a solid player. He's a good defender. He's a good. He can make threes from time to time, you know. Uh, Mike yeah. Conley pickup was, you know, great. Uh, Brent, it gives brings off pressure for Donovan Mitchell to do everything. So, you know, and they also picked up a shooter in Boyan Bogdanovich. So, you know, really, really good pickup. Uh, really looking forward to this game. Uh, usually, like, the Jazz, like, when they play on that first week, they always have, like, a surprising win. Mm-hmm. Or a really competitive game. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, like, looking forward to seeing how Mike Conley can, uh, you know, adjust to the Jazz's system. They're a little bit more aggressive than what Memphis was always. Yeah, they're, uh, they're going to be a bit faster. They're going to be a bit faster. Um, he's, he's getting up there in age, but I think he'll be able to still hang on and yeah. um, be a great mentor towards Donovan Mitchell. I think uh, Donovan could actually become a really – Really big player in the NBA this season. Just having Mike on his team with him, yeah. uh, and um, I, I definitely always have been fond of the Jazz, even those, even during the Darren Williams days. Oh, those were the uh, times: Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Andre Karolinko. Uh, yeah. yeah, they had they had a squad. Dude. They, had, they had a good team. They, they were making playoffs sweat. like every year. Yeah. Jerry Sloan as the coach. Mm-hmm. 
Those were yep. good times. Just oh, couldn't, yeah. couldn't go, couldn't get over the hump. No. <laughs> but that's because they had to deal with the Lakers and the Spurs and yeah, everybody in, in, in the early 2000s. But those were good years to watch, and you know that's what we're. That I really liked watching the Jazz then, and you know they got me. I, I'm still a big fan of theirs, so you know I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how far they can go this year. I think they'll be making more noise than last year. Last year I felt like it was kind of a down year compared to the season before. You agree? Uh, I think didn't they do the same? I felt like they did the same. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they did. didn't they like place fourth in the conference? Yeah, but I just feel like that like Donovan Mitchell did not make as much noise this year. As, um, oh, I, I had a feeling he wouldn't. Like everyone was just hyped on Utah, and I was like, "Yo, you guys just need to pump up the brakes, all right?" <laughs> Donovan yeah. Mitchell's going into the second year. I mean, not that he had a sophomore slump, but like, yo, there is such things as called as the sophomore slump. And I'm like, "All right, I mean, let, like, let's see this before we crown people. Let's before <laughs> they thought Utah was going to be a top top three or team in the in the West. I was like, what? I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, okay, all right." <laughs> Yep. I was like, nah. Yeah, I actually had Utah lower than what they were. I had Utah being like uh, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And they ended yeah. up, I think they were, oh, no, they were like four or five or something. I think they might have been five. Yeah, I think they got fifth. Got fifth, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why I meant. It's just like, you know, I felt like last year was just a kind of a downer year for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, like, the year before, they just made more noise when they beat OKC. You know, was that the first round of two years ago? Yeah, that was the first round. Yeah, that was that was big for them. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a good series. Um, well, they, and, they just um, don't match up well against Houston. No, that, they were kind of already doomed to, be, <laughs> to begin with in this past, you know, postseason lineup for, yeah. for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this this will be a good year for the young teams. I think just having like just having balance back in the NBA is going to allow like us viewers to really see. Oh my gosh, who really is going to be making real noise in the playoffs as the season progresses? Yeah, yeah. I I think the young teams are, as you said, they're going to come up too. I I do see. I don't. I don't. I see some of them making the playoffs, but you know. That that I will reveal at a later time, which young team will make the playoffs in the West. Mm. All right, uh, we're gonna do some more uh, some rapid fire because uh, we just finished opening week and uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk about the Christmas games. Uh, we talked about most of these teams already, uh, but we got you know the I really like this Christmas lineup. We got uh, starting off the Celtics at Raptors at twelve p.m. Uh, Bucks at 76ers right after that. Rockets at Warriors. Clippers at Lakers. Pelicans at Nuggets. Uh, just give me your thoughts on that uh, Christmas lineup, Christmas Day. You know, I see the reasons for like for the for these games, like for the lineups, like Celtics against Raptors. You know, Raptors are defending champs coming out of the East. Celtics, you know, have a chip on their shoulder and from this past season and all. Bucks and 76ers, you know, from their... From, They're probably going to be the top two teams in the East. Um, Rockets and Warriors, you know, there are reasons. Clippers yeah. and Lakers definitely know the reasons for this season. But Pelicans and Nuggets, I'm, like, wondering, like, what's the what's the impact 
from having the Pelicans and Nuggets go up against each other? Uh, probably Zion for the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean, and, I, uh, that, I mean, usually, like, usually, like it's the Trailblazers or the Jazz, so I guess they decided to switch it up. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I just I'm not. So there's only like four games I'm really looking forward to watching. I'm not really looking forward to watching the Pelicans and Nuggets. Oh, everyone just skits the 10:30 game, like the night game, the 10:30 game. We're just like, all right, we watched like uh, 10 straight. Like me, me, you know, on Christmas Day, I spend my Christmas Day watching all of these NBA games. I'm like, yo, family, do not bother me. All right, I'm not that rude. I'm not that rude. Like you know, I'll be like, I'll come downstairs Dude, and I'll Christmas I'll eat my food. dinner. I'll eat my dinner and all that. But like, yo, Christmas Day is about basketball in the D Train <laughs> household. All right, I'm watching all these games, and I don't need people, you know, ranting to me and, and all this. I'm like, yo, I'm focused on this game. If we don't have cable out here, that's gonna be a problem. You know. <laughs> I need to I need to watch my Christmas. I have been, this is a Christmas tradition for me. I do this every single year. Yo, your kids uh, are gonna be doing this stuff. Oh hell yeah. Them. Yes. We're going to be watching NBA. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's nothing better, honestly. Man, that that is that is the that is a Christmas gift from God. <laughs> he has graced us with five NBA games. Because it used to be just three. Yeah, I was gonna say it never used to be five. I uh, thought so. so. Nah, they, they started doing five like uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's because yeah. been getting a lot of attention. That's <laughs> why. Yeah. Hey, my guy, my guy says the real the real NBA season starts at Christmas. It does. It does. That's when you really see like. Okay, who are going to be the big front runners for the rest of the season, and are going to probably get the biggest predictions for themselves um, once playoffs start to roll around? Yeah. Uh, so the Knicks are not playing on Christmas, thank the Lord. Oh man, yes. Oh, the, the, I hated that. The, the Knicks are that. just such mediocrity. I don't know why they're put on the Christmas schedule. I. <laughs> You know, that last season when Isaiah Thomas was with the Celtics and, you know, they played against the Knicks that season. Well, yeah, because Porzingis is on there. Yeah. And they play it, like, like, every year. This is so dumb. Like, why would you set those two up? Yeah, I mean, they're cross-town rivals, you know, New York against Boston. Yeah. But, like, what's the the impact? It's not like watching Red Sox against Yankees, you know, or Giants against... (laughs) I'm just happy that the the Knicks are not on there. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, I understand that they've probably been playing since like the fifties on Christmas, but we shouldn't we shouldn't be w- rewarding mediocrity out here. No, <laughs> no, there's no participation trophies out here. What are you talking about? We shouldn't be rewarding NBA, mediocrity bro. out here. <laughs> but uh, my question to you is. Uh, d- are there any teams that you would like to take out of this Christmas lineup, and who would you replace them with? Oh, okay. All right. So definitely um, 
Clippers against Lakers are is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. And then I definitely would take out the Pelicans and Nuggets. I would want to see like, I don't know. I would like I I want to see like a, a Jazz game, like the the Jazz against um, I don't know Trailblazers. Uh, that was last year. <laughs> that was last Christmas, and everyone was just like, nah. Jazz against the Trailblazers? That was last year. That's last year. Really? Yeah, oh my god. Was. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay. I don't know. I'm thinking of which one I would take out. Honestly, man, maybe it just well, needs to be four one? games. I'm, I'm fine with four games, but like if it had to be five games, I'm putting the Clippers at Lakers at 10:30, and uh, we got to get something better for. Uh, I mean, well, that right, right now they have a great prime time game, but we need something better for the for the night game t- at 10:30. Pelicans Nuggets is. Uh, it's kind of like that's kind of like that defusing game, you know, because. We're all gonna be like so uptight in our seats, like while the Clippers and Lakers are playing. But then, yeah. you know, it'll finally give us a chance to relax once Denver and uh, well, yeah, the Nuggets and um, the Pelicans take the floor. Do you know? Last year, I got all of my Christmas predictions right. You I did. predicted I all five so of the games. I even I even went with the Lakers. I even went with LeBron and the Lakers. I got them yeah. all right. I was like, yo, pat on the back. <laughs> yo, that game, oh, my gosh, that game last year, oh, that was a defining moment for the Lakers. And that it was. It was. If LeBron rough. didn't get hurt, the Lakers oh. would have been, like, a top, like, four team. They would have been in the playoffs, <laughs> oh, and yeah, LeBron would have fulfilled his goal, you know, the goal that from, from L.A. for this year. For that year, yeah, you know, just to make the playoffs, make some noise, and you know, yeah, if you get bumped out, that's okay. Oh, he, we were right there. We were on track to doing that. You know, the team was coming together and everything. You know, everybody was knowing their roles and everybody was playing well off each other. But then, oh, of course, LeBron had to get hurt, and I was just like, no. I was just like, oh, come on. I mean, we did beat the Warriors, which was a great win. Um, we destroyed them, but oh, yeah. it was just 20 piece them. <laughs> oh, but it was just like, oh, that just had to ruin the moment. Yeah. I was like, when I, when I was watching the game, I was just like so happy. I was salivating at, you know, I was like, oh yes, let's freaking go. You know, like I was like, I was hoping that this was going to be like, this was like a future a future scene of what was going to happen in the playoffs this year. I was like, I want to see LeBron take out the, the Warriors. Yeah. I want, you know, I wanted that. So, but unfortunately not this year. And I'm also happy that I don't have to work on Christmas day. All right. <laughs> the Celtics are playing on the road like they should be and not playing at home like they did for the last two years. So mm-hmm. thank the Lord for that because <laughs> I worked two years ago and, oh man, uh, I didn't get to watch my NBA. I did not get to watch my NBA on Christmas Day because I had to work. I only got to watch the first game, which was the Knicks against somebody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and the, who did the Celtics play two years ago? I don't even remember. Oh, they played the Wizards, and then they lost. They lost oh against the Wizards. 
Uh, they the lost Wizards. against the Wizards uh, two years ago. The Christmas yep. I worked, and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Oh." Was it two? Were it two years ago? I thought two years ago they were playing the Knicks on Christmas. No, they played the Wizards two years ago. I think that was three years ago because Isaiah Thomas was on that team. But two years? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And last year they played the Seventy Sixers, and I, yeah, I did not have to work because I was, I was like, Dimitri's only working Thursday through Sunday at the pro shop. He ain't working Monday <laughs> through Wednesday. No, <laughs> and Christmas just fell on a. I think it was a Tuesday. It might have been a Tuesday. But I was like, oh, hell no, I am not working Christmas Day. And that's when Kyrie decided he wanted to release his uh, new uh, concept shoes. And I was like, uh-uh, I ain't coming to work. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> not fair. When was it when Kyrie announced that he wanted to actually stay in Boston? Uh, at the beginning of the season. Oh my gosh. Not even at the beginning of the season when they had like the preseason like prep rally. Kyrie was like, If you'll have me here, I'm gonna stay here. And look what happened. He he went out and he dipped he to bounced. uh <laughs> he bounced to uh to the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But yep. I, I can't even make jokes about Brooklyn no more because uh, <laughs> Brooklyn looking real good right now. They are, but I'm don't in a look, year or two. You know, in a year or two, yes, because Katie's gone right now, but um, but Katie's just another story. I just, uh, he's just so, I just don't want to hear anything about him anymore or anything, you know, it's just like, he just, he's just not a happy basketball player. You know what I'm saying? Like he's always complaining about something. Yeah. Alright, uh, let's talk about the MLK games real quick. Uh, we got Pelicans at Grizzlies. I think that's always the same. Uh, I'm really happy they got the Lakers at Celtics and uh, Warriors at Trailblazers. Um, mostly looking forward to that, you know, Boston-LA rivalry. That's what I'm going to watch, you know. They usually do a triple header on, uh, on MLK Day, so that's really, you know, good for the NBA. Uh, your, your, your thoughts? Um, I'm definitely like, you know, well, I'm never around the February time. I start not to personally not watch the NBA so much. Yeah. Um, just because it's not so interesting at that point. Um, I feel like that's a lot, that's like a jostling time for teams to like start getting their team dynamics together. Um, and it's just not, it's not a lot. I don't, I just don't like a lot of the games during that time. Cause like, it's very few to come by of who's like really playing well. Well, um, usually, uh, January is a big month for the NBA because you, you know, you got like your two months under your belt and then you're like, all right, you know, you're gonna, you know, we're going to see, all right, which teams, you know, are, who are, I mean, you don't declare, like, which team's already the best, but, like, usually, like, some teams, like, in January make the push, you know, ahead of each other. And you know, January's, January's usually a, a big month for the NBA, at least to me. It, and there's just not, like, a lot of, like, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of teams start really holding back, too. Yeah. Just because it's, um, you know, they really, like a lot of stars, 
they like to sit around that time, you know, sit out some games. Well, uh, usually February before the All-Star game. Well, yeah, but I th- I do think, like, it starts around then. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. I kind of agree with that. Like, usually, yeah. like, December, January, they'll take a game here, there. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I just, I you know, I, I agree. Definitely, like, sit, sit out a game or two, but that doesn't make me, like, really want to watch so much because yeah. I just feel like it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time when, you know, the stars, they start really watching their, their numbers and everything they're putting up each game, their minutes, and um, the teams are really ch- focusing on getting their dynamics together before they enter the playoffs. Um January can also be an it can be down. it can also be an all star push. Yeah, but the all star game doesn't define. It's really entertainment. Like, yeah, it's not like anything. It's not like the playoffs you're preparing for. No, um, that's true. So I mean, so I mean that's that's what I mean. Like it's. Yeah, I th- isn't a, isn't there incentive if you make an All Star team or if you make an All NBA team, you get an extra? It's noted. It's definitely noted, but it's just I don't know. I just feel like yeah, people start to look at that, take it more, take it seriously. They start to sit some games leading up to it. They start yeah. to, um, you know, not. But it starts like you know the NBA. The season starts to kind of like go on like a like descend a little bit in its um, energy just mm-hmm. because of preparing for it for the for maybe like three weeks it's like that. Um, but, you know, I mean, like it's just I, – I don't really pay attention too much. I don't, I don't start paying attention again until like after All-Star break. So, yeah, like end of February, March. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's usually when teens are making the push, push the playoffs. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk about these uh, overseas games a little bit. Uh, the first overseas game is in December. Uh, you got the Mavericks going to Mexico City to go against the Pistons. And you got the Phoenix Suns and against the Spurs. And also you got the Hornets at Hornets and um, Milwaukee Bucks in Paris in January. I think I think it's really nice that the NBA does this. I you know, it's nice that they, you know, travel overseas, you know, because you know the NBA is global and you know the, they have global fans and I actually wish they could go like there should be more than just 3 games that they do overseas. You know, maybe like, yeah. you know, 5 or 10 or maybe like one day, maybe each team, you know. I was going to say each team should at least like have two games overseas, you know, like every team should have two yeah. games overseas somewhere every season, just because it gives, it, it gives it the brings more exposure. Who can't see them, you know, like on, you know, on a daily basis, like whenever they are playing. You but know, one thing they're going to say is about the court though. I think, you think that the court is different, the arena. Oh, Oh, um, uh, you know, I I would just kind of like look around that. Yeah. Honestly, I would be like focus more on the audience. Yeah. You know, driving up, driving up the TV ratings more. Oh, just it, de- it definitely having- would. And I feel like these games should be on. I think they're on NBA TV, but they should be on national TV as well. They like should. these these uh, global games. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. They should be on like you know global networks like NBC. Oh, that would um, be nice. That would be yeah, nice. NBC would be perfect. This, uh, uh, I don't, I don't. Do they have a? I don't think they have a deal with the NBA though. Um, I'm not sure either. But I mean, I just know that would be perfect. That that would be nice though. Able, it was able to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, some notable returns. Uh, we got uh, Kemba going back to the Hornets. <laughs> that should you know i mean he'll get he'll get love you know mm-hmm. he'll get love uh Kyrie's not gonna get love from the celtics oh my gosh <laughs> i actually oh, can't wait for that game <laughs> i can't wait for that game too i remember really 27th <laughs> yeah i really hope they scold him you know oh, I, 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 getting the, no the love. celtics are gonna they're gonna be a class act for him but they they're not gonna be like uh, i I just wish they would be more aggressive about it. They'd be like, they probably will. Boston fans. I, I, I hope they he just he just went up and dipped. <laughs> he went yeah, up and hope... dipped, and he, he you know he was like, all right, I'm this guy, and like playoff time, you could not find Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so Boston fans are gonna let him hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. I really hope they do. I really hope they do it in. An aggressive fashion with signs like they did to LeBron, you know the Cavs fans. Oh, you know, that, oh my God. that was that, that was, was crazy. That was brutal. Hey, that was, that was the one mistake LeBron made doing the decision on TV. Yeah, that was such. But overall, that was such a minor thing. Just compared it was. to like, other I players mean, the, have the done owner treated the owner treated him like shit, and he should yeah. he should have done that. Yeah. And he, he still treated him like shit when he came back, and he brought him a chip and everything. Like screw yeah. off, like yeah, I know. But I do hope, like you know, there's signs, there's signs being like you know hung and everything, like around the arena, just protesting Kyrie and everything. I really hope so. You should be out there, Dimitri. I better be on the news network with that. I still love Kyrie though. Kyrie's a good player. He's a good player. He's just. Kyrie was my guy in Cleveland. He was my guy in Boston until he left. Yeah, I loved Kyrie Irving. This is Cleveland days. Man, you were so mad when Isaiah Thomas got traded, though. You were like, and I was like, hey, you got Kyrie Irving, though. And you're like, I was happy. Okay, I wanted more for, I wanted more because they gave up Jay Crowder, too. And Jay Crowder was like a good defender. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you're giving up IT and Jay Crowder and some picks for Kyrie? I was like, nah. I'm like, yo, give us some more. <laughs> I didn't think, yeah. I, I think it should have been. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kawhi to Toronto. What's up? Kawhi to, Kawhi to Toronto. Is Kawhi getting love? I think Kawhi's getting love. Kawhi's going to get a statue outside his building. When he when outside that building is going to be a statue being resurrected in his honor when he gets off that plane. Yeah. You know, it's going to be total opposite of what Kyrie's going to get. You know, this dude, all the cafe shops are going to be opening up, opening up again for him, you know, for his time being there before he heads back to, you know, Mala land. Um, it's gonna be awesome. I would love to be Kawhi Leonard on that day he steps off the plane in Toronto. He's gonna be a king there. Like this team probably ain't gonna get no championship for another thirty plus years without this dude. 
Yeah, yeah Kawhi's going to get love. He brought a championship to Canada. He's going to get love. He deserves love. If somebody boos him, I don't know what their problem is. I can't wrap my head around this guy. He doesn't play at all for the Spurs for his last season there. He then takes like a lot of games off, like over 20 was it over 20 games off in the regular season? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he takes over 20 games off in the regular season of this, this past season. Um, you know, comes back in the playoffs. He's not his, his full 100% self. And he gets back. He gets back up there. And then he just brings home, he just casually brings home the chip, you know, like nonchalant. I don't know if you saw that interview with um, Hit. It was Hit. It was Rachel Nichols. Him and uh, Kyle Lowry after winning the championship. Yeah. And he just, like, Kyle's, like, holding the trophy. And he's so amped at everything. Kawhi just comes over to his seat next to Kyle. And he looks so tired. But he's, like, <laughs> but he's like he gives him the MVP trophy. He's like, oh, you deserve it, man. You know, I already got one of these. And stuff. it's just like, oh, my God. Like, how do you just, like, do that, win the chip, and then shake up the entire NBA. That's then, like, what he basically um, did. That Clippers move, he kind of shaked up the NBA too. A lot of people, a lot of people were saying because don't forget, yo, free agency was June thirtieth. Kawhi didn't sign with the Clippers until like July, <laughs> like yeah. three, like the week after, and everyone was like, "Oh man, the Clippers lost free agency." <laughs> I'm like, no, they didn't. Clippers came out banging in free agency. Oh, man, yo, I was heated when he didn't make that decision to go to to, to Lakers. I was like, he played me too. I was like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it when I when I woke up the next morning and I heard that Kawhi's going to the Clippers. I was like, no effing way. I we was all like, knew he was going to the Clippers. I you just. I I knew he was going to the Clippers. He said he's taking a meeting with the Clippers. I'm like, he's going to the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, but he, oh my gosh. But it made everybody was so convinced. And I was convinced too, rightfully so. Like, every, like, he made it sound so convincing that he was going to the Lakers. Well, I guess he fooled you because he, he didn't. I mean, I, I saw, I saw rumors pick up and I'm like, ah, oh, he ain't doing that. <laughs> I saw rumors was, pick up, and I was like, you know, he ain't doing that. Yeah, but he was he was having multiple meetings with yeah. Lakers affiliates as yeah. well as, you know, the main meeting itself with LeBron and um, Anthony Davis. Yeah. So I was just like, this dude is really figuring it out, trying to, trying to become a Laker right now. And, you know, the Clippers didn't have the pieces I thought he wanted – um, and, but what, what, all right. So what made me like kind of settle with that fact was that he did get Paul George and I was just like, see, I, my thing is, I did not coming. see, I did not see the Paul George thing coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I don't think anybody saw no that. No one saw that coming, but you know, we're like, all right. A lot of people speculated that he was going to either go, he was either going to stay with Toronto or he was gonna go with the uh, the Clippers, and then that Paul George thing just sweetened the deal. <laughs> yep, I was just like, oh, how did this man just like literally just 
changed the NBA for the next 20 years and just this summer. I was just like, wow. All right, let's get into uh, Westbrook to Oklahoma City. Westbrook will get love. Westbrook's going to get a lot of love. Honestly, um, you know, people are going to think he was dealt a bad hand and everything like that. Um, a lot of people but, love him out there. Yeah, overall, though, you know, he deserves a lot of love from that city. He, he did give it his all, yeah. you know, no matter his faults and everything. Uh, he did, you know, put 100% into, you know, trying to grow that city, its acknowledgement, and being a being a player for the Thunder. So he deserves any love that comes his way. Yes, he does. And uh, Davis to New Orleans, to the Pelicans. Um, He's probably going to... Uh... I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good just because um, their old GM is gone. I think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going to hold the organization up to a high standard to welcome him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it'll be like, you know... I don't think it'll be like he'll be handed black roses like John Paul wanted on graduation. <laughs> um... Yeah, John, I just called you out on the Make It Rain podcast. But anyways, uh, but I think it'll be more of like, you know, just like a quick celebration of thank you for your time and like your efforts here in New Orleans and, yeah. you know, wishing you luck on your next endeavors. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be it'll, it'll be mixed. It won't be like too bad and it won't be too good. <laughs> it'll no, be it'll mixed, be just but... like. Just being, just like set, being like a nice thank you, you know. Yep, you know, you'll get your tribute video. <laughs> yeah, you'll get, you'll probably get a nice little tribute video of some sort, you know. Yeah. And you know, boom. All right, Conley to Memphis. Conley to Memphis. That's gonna be that's a big love. one, just because that's he, love. just like Westbrook, you know, there was loyalty shown mm-hmm. to the city. Yeah. Um, that's love. And you know Conley was Conley was a big player, even you know especially during those OJ May, uh, OJ Mayo. yeah OJ Mayo OJ Mayo yeah. Rudy Gay oh man I almost said OJ Simpson for a second but yeah OJ Mayo oh man what happened to him he's, he's OJ Mayo weed. dude that dude weed. was nasty in high school he was looked at as like you know the up and coming next like Michael Jordan. And yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he was good. He was good for a few years in the NBA, but then fucking too much weed. Know. You know, I would say around two thousand nine, two thousand ten, it was like started plummeting, and yeah. You remember Hashim to beat? Hashim to beat? Yeah, of course I remember him. You can't, bro. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know. Is he still in the NBA? Uh, no. <laughs> No. no, I think he's been out of league for a whole while. Last time I heard from him, he was with OKC. Yeah, so I'm just gonna do a a, a brief rundown of the games that I look forward to this season. Other than every Celtics game, because you know, <laughs> you know me, I'm a Celtics uh, loyalist. Uh, I am, I am the. I'm not going to say I'm the realest Celtics fan, but I am a real Celtics fan. I'm the realest, yo. I'm going to tell you when my team is good. I'm going to tell you when my team playing like shit. I'm going to ride or die. I remember going to a game. I went to a Celtics game. They got 30-piece by the Atlanta Hawks. I watched the entire game. Because you're a realist and you're a real I'm a homer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a homer. 
So yes, when my would. team embarrassed me last year, that hurt. Oh man, cool. that dude, hurt. I think it. I think it hurt a lot of people. That, that hurt. Was horrible. They were dude. They were supposed to go up against Golden State. You know, Steph even claimed that you know this is probably the potential. You know, they said this is the finals right here. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he say like you know they had the finals? We'll see I him in the June. finals. And what happened? I heard June is nice around here. Yeah, I, I remember that. that quote. I remember that quote. Like, what the frick happened? <laughs> Too much. Uh, maybe I'll go live one day and I'll just make a, a podcast on last season. But I, too much Good. happened last season. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, move past it. I'm trying to be less emotional and uh, move past, <laughs> you know, the 2018-2019 uh, uh, disaster of a season. But, it, you know, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. It happened. Th- things happened. Uh, we're now on to the 2019-2020 uh, season. Got a fresh start, fresh new faces, you know. Yeah. You got yeah, fresh still, start. You still got a great level of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, as I was saying, I, I, I just picked down uh, mostly 10 games, 10 matchups uh, that I'm looking forward to uh, this co- upcoming season. So I'm going to go uh, on October 30th. Uh, we got the Bucks uh, against the Celtics. Uh, you know, to start off the season, you know, that week mm-hmm. after. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Giannis. <laughs> Giannis going up against the Celtics. And there was just uh, there was a thing even in uh, FIBA, you know, when Greece played the uh, Team USA. You know, uh, Jalen Brown, Marcus, Jalen Brown, and uh, Giannis going at it. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to, to seeing, you know, the Bucks and Celtics go at it. Yeah, so no, that's my I, first game. I, I definitely am looking forward to that. I think the I think the Bucks are gonna um, they're gonna make some big strides this season coming up. Yeah, uh, we're going. Uh, second game is Warriors Rockets. Uh, you know that's always a classic. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, <laughs> no no explanation needed there. Uh, my third game, we got the uh, Bucks against the Clippers. So this will be the rematch between Giannis. And Kawhi, and but you know Kawhi got help now because he got Paul George. So I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup. You know, two two really good defensive teams go at it. Oh yeah. So you know that'll be fun. Uh, I got Nets against the Celtics as we were talking about earlier. Kyrie's Kyrie's return to Boston. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait <laughs> to see that. Host. Be a roast. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait for Marcus Smart to be all, all up in Kyrie Irving. Oh, that's gonna I be can't awesome. wait. Oh man, Marcus I can't wait. Business. Ooh, ooh. You were like, what? <laughs> were like, hmm. We got to make sure Kyrie has a bad game. Because <laughs> oh, if Kyrie have a good game, oh no no, Mm-mm. it's gonna be it has to be hell. It has, it has to, to be hell. The whole mm-hmm. game. Everyone's gonna give him the business, yo. You gonna see Jalen Brown on him. You gonna see Marcus Smart on him. Yeah. You gonna see Brad Stevens on him. <laughs> you gotta take the court. He's gonna put on a nice headband and rip off his rip off his suit and jacket and everything. And everything. What if Gordon Hayward goes off that game? Oh, don't, don't, don't get, don't instill false excitement there. Gordon Hayward going off. Yeah. That would be, 
quite and, and then and then it'd be like, yo, Kyrie be like, where was that Gordon in the playoffs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, where was your leadership in the playoffs, Kyrie? Yeah, when he wanted to take every single shot. Oh, yeah, I missed like, uh, I went like seven for 22. I should have took 30 shots. Oh, this is so much harder. I got to call LeBron and apologize to him. <laughs> yeah, you do, you jackass. Like, what the hell? You left. You you, oh, he just disgusts me. Uh, we got heat. I got the heat at the Nets. Uh, you Jimmy know, Butler. Jimmy Butler going going up, going up against Kyrie Irving and, uh, you know, his team. So, you know, that, that should be a fun matchup. Then, you know, we got Trailblazers, Nuggets, you know, rematch of the semifinals, conference mm-hmm. semifinals. Should be should be fun. Should be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so those it, are your teams? Those are the ones you're going to watch? Uh, those are the ones I'm looking forward to. I got four more. We got the Utah Jazz against uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. It's always nice to see Donovan Mitchell uh, go up against Ben Simmons because, you know, that rookie of the year debate. That happened mm-hmm. two years ago, so I always like oh, to yeah. see that. And then I, I, I want to see Pistons Pacers. You know, we got Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin against Oladipo. You know, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy Lamb, and every- and the crew. So I think that would be a nice uh, division matchup. I agree. I agree. And Lakers Bucks, LeBron against Giannis. <laughs> December nineteenth. Yeah, I mean, LeBron is still on a tier higher than Giannis. LeBron uh, against Giannis. But if KD was playing Giannis, I'd be more interested in watching that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. And then my last one, I got the Dallas Mavericks against the Philadelphia seventy sixers. You know, we get to see the team European, the European League, you know, with Luka Doncic and uh, Christophe Porzingis go against uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You know, that should be a fun, fun duo, fun matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything that you're you're looking forward to seeing uh, this season? Well, I would say the first game, definitely. Um, you know, LA against LA. Yes. You know, you got Kwai against my man LeBron. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Monsters against the Looney Tunes. Uh, (laughs) The Looney Tunes. (laughs) Well, they are small, so they can't be the Looney Tunes. They are small. (laughs) Yeah, they're the underdogs, brother. So that'll be fun to watch, of course. Can't wait to see that. See my boy LeBron back nice and healthy after a great time off, you know. First time in the decade. Your man you know. was in the rejuvenation chamber. Oh, dude, he's gonna <laughs> mow through this league. I can't wait. He was, he was rejuvenating. <laughs> he's ready. Oh yeah, no, he's definitely right. So, yeah, so definitely looking forward to them. And then I'm looking forward to seeing the Celtics and 76ers play as well as uh, during opening week. So those are my two biggest ones for opening week. I'm definitely looking forward to Yeah. Um, just to see like, I, I, I it's always a rivalry. The rivalry. It's always a rivalry. It's always a big game. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know, I mean, I definitely want to see if Ben Simmons developed a shot. I want to see him like shoot a little bit in that game. You know, I love Ben Simmons um, just because he, 
he kind of reminds me about LeBron and his game. Their game styles are very similar. They're cast first, shoot second mm-hmm. um, as a player. So I'm definitely looking forward to that game as well. So those two for opening week, I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. Um, I would then say, like, I'm definitely looking forward to – I know this is a jump in time, but – Definitely looking forward. I know. I know it's not like part of the regular season, but I'm definitely looking forward to the All Star Game just because, you know, you don't have like pretty much the whole Warriors starting lineup in on the Western Conference. You know, conferences team. You know, you got you got it's a, you got a mix, and that's what it should be. Should yeah, I mean, be. they they mix it now because they have uh, they do captains. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah that'll be nice to see. I only I I only believe Steph's only going to make the All Star team for the Warriors, not since Clay's out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's more yeah, opportunity for more All Stars. Mm-hmm. Or newer All Stars, I should say. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the Mavericks take on um any team this year. Yeah. So not specifically like one game I'm looking forward to with them, but anybody just because. Luka Doncic really impressed me a lot last year. I think he impressed, like, everybody who mm-hmm. was watching and um, all the players. Just yeah. how mature of a game he has already at the age he's at. Um, I think it has to do a lot of his, like, European experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, like, him and Chris Stosberg are going to play off, play off of each other really well. Um, and I'm hoping Chris Stoss is going to be healthy coming mm-hmm. back this season and um they're gonna start making some noise and i could see him not maybe this season but next season really like making a big push in the playoffs if things work out well um and then i'm definitely looking forward to uh Kyrie returning to the celtics um see like what spurred my my hate for him it's just his time on the calves uh, that whole last season, it was just disastrous, and then the off season was horrendous. <laughs> uh, and you know, then just this, you know, when he first went to the Celtics, that first season it was good. You know, he was getting what he wanted, but he was being a team player. And then this season, he just got all in his head. So you know, it's just like I want to see him be humbled. Uh, he doesn't have KD yet. <laughs> he was humbled his playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Um, and I, I, I don't, again, like I don't, I've told you this before. I don't think the KD and Kyrie relationship is going to work just because KD has always something to complain about. Um, Kyrie doesn't want to put up with any of that kind of crap. Um, cause Kyrie's kind of like mellow. He's not going to change his game or the way he wants to play. He's yeah. that stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that return. Uh, so when he, when Brooklyn goes to play the Celtics, um, and then uh, I don't know. There's just so many the 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 teams. I, I like how the bench matters. So you know, all the teams I'm really looking forward to watching. Yeah. You know, even the lower tier teams like the like the Heat. You know, they got a good core, and they got Jimmy Butler down there. So yep. I think that. I think they're gonna they're gonna make some good noise just because of how spread out the talent is finally. So 
Yes, there's finally yeah, parody in the NBA. What I'm looking forward to the most is getting my talk shows back with Stephen yeah. A and Skip. You know, I gotta hear, I gotta hear like some good nonsense coming out of their coming out of their voices. You know, I'm definitely like, I, I feel for Stephen A from from this past summer for him. Oh man, that dude had a rough time this summer. What happened to his? He's poor next dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to, to hearing about the breakdowns of each game from these professional analysts, you yeah. know, hearing their predictions and everything like that, uh, hear the drama behind the phones. Um, and, you know, I just can't wait to hear all that again. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, do you want to say anything before we conclude today? Yes. So I'm really thankful. Thank you for uh, having me back on, Dimitri. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Congratulations. You're going to be going on to episode 30 really soon. Yes. You know, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody should be just tuning into the Make It Rain podcast just because of how how awesome of a talk show it really is and yeah. you know it's it's gonna keep growing from here man yeah let's keep going let's keep going uh yeah i cannot wait for this nba season a lot of people heard me say this all right i say it like every day i cannot wait for the nba to start <laughs> i'm only i got a month and like 11 days and then oh nba mode is here Oh, yeah. You know oh, me. Yeah, I'll be in the lab. I'll be hibernating. Yo, they go like, D-Train, you want to go out tonight? And I'm like, nah. I'm uh, watching the game. I'm watching the game. I'm at the crib. I'm either at the crib or I'm at the bar watching the game. Well, we can't go out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. My, my team's playing. My Celtics are playing. Uh-uh. We ain't going out tonight. Not yep. Yeah. Karaoke's going to miss you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I just want to thank everyone uh, for tuning into the Make It Rain podcast. Uh, if you new for newer people, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Play, and I'm forgetting one. I always forget this, like every single time. iTunes. <laughs> Your boy forgets where he's at. iTunes. <laughs> oh, iTunes, iTunes, right? iTunes. Can't forget oh, iTunes. Goodness. Yeah, I, how could I forget? <laughs> and we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make It Rain Pod. So you can follow the Make It Rain Podcast on social media and holla at your boy, D-Trey. Uh, yes, uh, thank you all. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. And uh, yeah, peace out. LeBron forever. Yeah.